5, 5, 4, 4, 3, 3, 2, 1, 1, 1, 1. We have ignition. Strap in. You're tuned into the God Stories Radio Podcast. www.godstoriesradio.com. And welcome to God Stories Radio. This is Session 49. I'm Mike. I'm Fritz. And I'm Trish. And I'm your guest speaker, Patrice Scott. All right. Well, yeah. thank you, Patrice. Patrice ain't scared. No. <laughs> she just stepped right on up, didn't Absolutely. she? Absolutely. We've been talking to kind of, I was going to say off camera, but there's no cameras here. So kind of off microphone, I guess. Yes. All right. And yeah. a lot of times it happens that we wish we had them on. The, I know. The audio on. Patrice came up in here like, no problemo. Mm-hmm. I ain't scared. <laughs> she just started talking like all that, snapping her wrist. Going, she went all diva. <laughs> Very first thing. Mm-hmm. How's your week been, Mike? My week is uh, just I'm riding a wave. Oh yeah, that's, that's what I feel. I'm riding a wave. How's things at uh, at the workplace? They're there. Okay, just uh, waiting for God to make that move to take me out of there and somehow get me uh, into this full time. That Amen. would be great. Oh, that would be awesome. It would be. It would be awesome. Trish, what's going on over there? Oh, wow. I see you brought a guest tonight. I and, did. and it's not Patrice. No, it's my little pup, Godfrey, oh. um, our unexpected guest. I wasn't able to get home and get back over to the studio in time to meet up with you guys tonight, so I had to bring him along. So. Is that a rebel flag hanky around the neck there? Or what is that? Oh, no. That's his ho- his his Hollywood. That's not what I meant. <laughs> It's actually his 4th of July flag. Oh, okay. Leftover hanky. Very well-behaved dog, I might add. But <laughs> he is. He uh, tries. Unlike he's, my he's cat. He's dog-free. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Wish we were cat-free tonight. And Trish, where are you off to this weekend? Ah. Oh, yeah. Tell us, Trish. There is a marriage retreat this weekend. It's going to be at the Mission Inn at uh, Howie in the Hills, and it's sponsored by Real Life. It's called Rekindle. Husband and I, surprising, surprisingly enough, he came home from Real Men one night, and actually, and you don't know, I've prayed so many times when this has gone, because it's an annual thing, prayed so many times for um, us to be able to, to attend, and he actually came to me and brought me the postcard and said, honey, I was thinking maybe you would want to go on this. Hmm. And I was like, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> you know? uh-huh. He was really excited because he, w- he, he told our group several times, hey, yeah. I'm going. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. He's bringing his book. and Yeah. And they, so he, was, he was talking about it this Monday, too. He's talking about going and the food they were going to have, and he's bringing his book. And and I just uh, hope that... Uh, yeah, I was excited that they have a breakfast buffet, and then I saw that it's over at 8 a.m. That's what I'd be excited about. My eyes are barely open. They had a Waffle House there. It'd be even better. (laughs) They're hardcore. They're starting early. They're starting early, brother. Bring it on. Welcome to the world. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to have to get up now, Trish. I know. It's going to change your life. (laughs) I'm ready. And hopefully it'll change your marriage. (laughs) Yeah, I hope so. Oh, fabulous. Well, enough about us. Yes, Trish, go ahead. Uh, 
introduce our guest. Sure. Um, Patrice Scott came to me. Her father and I used to work together. He is the pastor of a church, and she'll tell us about that. He actually told me one day, oh my gosh, my daughter wants to be a lawyer of all things. And he knew that's what I wanted to do. So he had asked me some advice to pass on to her. I didn't even remember any of the conversation until fast forward seven years. She's actually ahead of me on the same journey, which is amazing. She's already in law school, not only in law school, but in the law school that I want to go to. She contacted me and said, hey, you know, I want to pay it forward. You gave my dad some advice for me. I followed the advice. I got into law school. Now, my understanding is you want to go to law school still. Let me help you and explain to you everything that I learned my first year. So that was pretty exciting. I guess with that, I will give you Patrice Scott. Well, thank you all for having me here this evening. Um, I gave it a lot of thought uh, before I got here. What I would say what kind of questions would be asked, but I guess you start at the beginning from Hope Open Bible of Orlando. It's actually my parents' church, and it's been in existence for the last five years. Uh, we're still in our inception stage, so we are growing. We're over off of a OBT close to the Florida Mall, so please come check us out. We do have a website, hopeopenbible.com. Um, my personal journey with Christianity, I've always grown up in a Christian home, um, but I didn't really discover God for myself until... I would say my undergraduate years. And it was at the lowest point I'd ever been in my life. I definitely was delving into everything you're not supposed to be doing as a Christian. I was fornicating and drinking and enjoying what I considered my youth until I felt really empty inside. And I remember just crying out to God one night and just asking, where are you in all of this? That was definitely the night that I, I dedicated for the first time, even though I grew up in a Christian home, to God. And it's been quite the journey, including going to law school, which I completed my first year, but my first year, oh my gosh, law school has been the hardest thing I've ever done in my whole life. Uh, you can't imagine all the nights staying up, hoping that you're understanding the material and uh, either figuring it out or, or just guessing what's going on. But I, I made it through my first year and I give God all the praise and all the glory. And I know Trisha's gonna be great in her journey with God and with her journey at law school. So again, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming, Patrice, because we ask a lot of people and not everybody says yes. Yeah. So we're very grateful that you're here. Thank you. All right. So tell us a little bit about growing up with the father being a pastor and everything and what that was like. Well, really, I would say that even though my dad's been a pastor for five years, my mom has always been the extra conservative Christian lady. In fact, uh, when she was a young girl, she preached in the streets. She actually went to seminary school before she got her university degree all the way back at the University of the West Indies in Jamaica. My parents are Jamaican. Uh, my mom's from Montego Bay. It's a beautiful uh, little city, a tourist spot. So she's always prayed for us. I grew up reading the Bible. I remember Joseph in the Many Coat of Colors. And so it's really been my mom that, that pushed us in our in our Christian walk. And then my dad got a word from God and decided he wanted to be a preacher. And so he's been doing that the last five years. Yeah, he's pretty amazing. He was a, he's a retired police detective from the Cayman Islands. Right. He did that for 20 years. And now he's the pastor of a church, which is like Night and day. Night and day. Right. <laughs> How did you escape with no accent? Um. Well, I had the 
opportunity to come here when I was six, which that was quite quite entertaining because we actually first came to Sebring, Florida. Uh, it's a small town. It's real pretty. Because it's so small, a lot of people weren't exposed back in 1991 to Little Island Kids, so they thought I, you know, I lived in a tree because I was from an island. <laughs> I think they were thinking Swiss Family Robinson. Oh. <laughs> so I guess they beat the uh, the accent out of me. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and and Sebring isn't that small anymore either. No, it's it's quite expanded, but I haven't yes, been back in about five five to ten years. I think it is pretty big. Yeah, it's real nice. So tell us too. You said that. Um, one of the things that you learned was doing the mortgages and that kind of thing and how you've helped people that would otherwise not be first-time home buyers you know with the way the real estate market went and what was your experience with that well uh, to be quite frank I was a paralegal in South Florida for the last four years um, prior to me attending law school and that experience taught me a lot about people who had either gotten bitten by that 2008 crash mm -hmm. and so you had a lot of people that were underwater with their mortgages so I, I learned a lot about short sales foreclosures and how to help them on the real estate side of that so it's it's been quite the journey and you still do some things um, on the weekends with I your dad's church or um, well all I do right now is we just go witnessing so we witness door-to-door -door. oh okay mm -hmm. really yeah you don't have a brochure to take with you, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have any brochures. We just pass out our little card. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. And how's the response on that? Every once in a while, we have people that come in off the street that have either had a good experience with us knocking on the door and praying for them, because we do pray for people when we knock on the doors, if they allow us to. Mm -hmm. And if they're touched, we see them on Sunday. So it's it's been really nice. Good. How do you decide Fantastic. where to go? We oh, just, we, we don't, actually. We just go anywhere in the 10-mile radius close to the church. And just go walking up door to door. Correct. Who is it? You, your dad? And sometimes me and my mom or um, all three of us will go. You brave. Yeah. Brave warriors. I love it. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Well, that's what I, I remember watching something that uh, when a church gets to start or wants to start in a certain area, if they go out and actually help people in that particular area and everything else in any way that they can praying for them is a good one you know mm -hmm. or help feed them uh, or, yeah, i was thinking of sarah or, or anything like that uh, two loaves and one fish yeah. yeah two loaves and one fish where they're going out to the tents they go out to the the tent encampments the people that are homeless that are living in the tent cities they have here okay they're going and taking food and feeding them which is actually in Orlando, it's illegal to feed the homeless. Yeah. Okay. I know. You're. I know that legal mind is working, right? right? Yeah. They. They. It's like a certain number of people that you can't feed. You can feed like two homeless people, but not three. Or it's some kind of city ordinance. We'll talk about it off mic, but it's yeah. yeah oh, okay. It's a little so crazy. You, you need like permits to to feed the homeless. Like a city ordinance. Yeah, you get fine. but they, they also pray for them and everything else, and and they have seen a few, quite a few, come to the Lord uh, in what they do in their efforts, and it, it is pretty pretty amazing. Have you had that where you've gone up to a door and they've never been led to salvation before? Never. Well, 
The experiences that I've had with door to door are usually people being either very receptive to having someone pray for them. A lot of people are going through things, so they're welcoming having someone spiritual lead them back to Christ. And mm-hmm. some people are very rude mm-hmm. <laughs> and they slam the door in your face. But we, we've had good experiences as well as bad. Yeah. Those you're just like, well, we'll pray for you. Right. Amen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That, that just reminds me or, you know, I was a door to door kind of sort of when I came to Florida from Massachusetts to get started at door to door business to business, let's say, salesman for uh, health insurance. So mm-hmm. I know it's tough. Mm-hmm. It is just walking in off the street. Nobody knows you. And, you know, here's a brochure and here here I am and my name is. And, you know, it it, it, it takes a lot to do it. It does. I was going to bring that up, too. You're now doing security. I do. And you take God with you wherever you go. So what's your angle on security and how that intertwines oh thank you um i actually work for a company called my smart security and we are a wireless alarm company we're second in the nation we have 650 different locations um we like to do a lot of community outreach programs in addition to doing door-to-door and trish i believe we uh, came to your door as well correct yes and what did you and your husband think about that Oh, it was fabulous. Fabulous. Jim was probably not receptive if it cost money. Yes. (laughs) That's for sure. She gave him a deal, though. She gave him a pretty good deal. It would have to be a deal. And actually, she talked about us doing a remote um, where we could, they would actually sponsor an event. We could have an event for God Stories Radio, and they could be like our first sponsor Mm. and uh, sponsor. We would absolutely love that. And, of course, we do have the back-to-school event on this upcoming Saturday. Um, it's going to be at Kaiser University, Lake Underhill in Orlando, Florida. And it's from 9 to 1. What are they doing? Are they giving out They're back- giving out backpacks, school supplies. They'll have food, face painting, as well as a host of other activities. So it should be a lot of fun. You can bring the fami- family out. Oh, that'll be good. That'll be good. We got to get the kid the kiddos ready for school. Right. <laughs> can't believe the summer's already over mm-hmm. so i want to find out what makes patrice tick we want to what was we call it the two by four moment here at god stories radio or you know the baseball bat upside the head or kicking the stool out from under you could you tell our listeners a little bit about what was your defining moment you know you you started at the beginning of your testimony and you talked about how you were in the world system and you were right. you know doing by the world standards and so what how did god really get your attention well god got my attention when i was um how do i say this in my birthday suit at uh, the um wow <laughs> yeah at the red roof inn at a black event um oh, snap yeah it was an NAACP college conference and <laughs> <laughs> just got a visual. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to stop laughing. But um, it was definitely an interesting night, to say the least. Um, there were a lot of young men there and engaged in particular activity. And it was at that moment when I realized that I was I was humiliating myself. And I was better than that. I was raised better than that. I knew I wanted more for myself. And I was just 
figuring out how I had been so wayward. Um, you could also compare me to like the prodigal son where he's, you know, he's in the mud with pigs and wondering like, why am I doing this when I'm worth so much more? So I kind of had a really good wake up call. So that was, that was my defining moment. That's funny. Because well, and that's a powerful one too. Mm-hmm. When he said that, I was thinking it involves men. Should I say that? Or is spirit going to just, <laughs> is it going to blurt it out of her? <laughs> well, you know, uh, there's power in being transparent, right. especially on this program right you know because it's god's gig and i guarantee you there is someone or someone's lots ladies out there that are going through exactly what she just said Mm. yeah maybe maybe in jamaica or cayman islands hello if you're there in the world this will be new right new downloads from there so patrice what what kind of advice would you give our listeners or some maybe some ladies that are are enslaved or trapped by that that uh, type of behavior and that they think that their their self-worth is based on on that well i would say to those ladies that i say to myself and to my friends is uh remember your value you're precious um god loves you i mean the only person that you should be measuring your self-worth is by him and he knows every hair on you know every strand on your head you know he knows what you're going through he loves you he created you for a particular purpose and that you know, until you find that man that will dedicate himself to you as a husband should, you should just save yourself because you have value. You're a diamond. That's awesome. Awesome. As someone, I, I just feel it real heavy. Somebody needed to hear that. Well, absolutely. I imagine there's many out there that are in the same spot. I'm you know, sure. Probably not as lucky to be brought up in a Christian home right. where the Holy Spirit will do that tug. Um there's others out there that don't have the Holy Spirit right now, and that feeling that she was saying, that you know, the feeling humiliated and stuff like that. I'm sure that was the uh, the Holy Spirit. But uh, there's always that you know, there's always been that stigma with preachers' kids or PKs, oh, as we call them. Absolutely. And you know, they're always it's always kind of laughed at or made fun of that. That oh, they're the worst. Mm-hmm. You know. But I would imagine there's a <laughs> lot of pressure being son or daughter. Of, of a preacher but i'm just glad patrice made yeah. her way out yeah, and she's sitting here tonight to en- encourage you the listeners well there's been a, there was a few you know in my little journey that god has been taking me on these uh, past few years and when he had me in tampa he brought a couple young guys into my life too and and again they were only in their early tw- i mean real like they're only 20 and 21 but you know they knew god and they and they walked away and they just started, the world got a hold of them and everything else. And I, I mean, everyone that I kind of seen from when God got me uh, that I've talked to and, and, and been around and experienced that they all went away, but they were all brought back. Mm-hmm. And that's why I believe the way, what I say is if a person has truly, truly in their heart given their life to the Lord, the Holy Spirit will bring them back if they walk away. Amen. Right. And he will always take you back with open arms. They're already open. Mm-hmm. You just have Amen. to walk through. Right. He was uh, hung on that cross with his arms wide open, and they're still open. For each one of us. Absolutely. Amen. And what a powerful witness you are when you've experienced it. In your journeys, Patrice, have you come across many, many uh, women like that? Um, I definitely have. I have close friends that have even, well, one in particular that's married 
the wrong man and for the wrong reasons because she didn't feel she had anything to offer to anyone. And I think when she got to that low point when he beat her that, you know, you you have a wake up call and you realize that there's so much more to this than than what you what the eye can see. And I think encouraging young women to just step outside of themselves and look at the bigger picture and know that God loves them and he created them for a particular purpose, for a particular um, man of God, that's when they realize that, you know, you can always go back to the point of beginning, which is him. Wow. And sadly, that's a story we've heard all too often Mm -hmm. right here at at God Stories Radio. We've had people sit right there where Patrice is and and tell that story. Mm Mm-hmm. So now that I've got my answer, I'll just let you uh, talk about, you know, what you're doing today. I know you were talking about going door to door and what other ministries are you affiliated with and what's going on? Yeah, we're the king of shameless plugs here. Yeah, really. (laughs) I can see that. So what's what's the name of your father's church again? Um, The name of our church is called Hope Open Bible of Orlando. Uh, We're located off of Orange Blossom Trail right across the street from the Florida Mall. So we're really easy to find. Um, And then in terms of our outreach. Which is the website? uh, The website, um, hopeopenbible.com. Okay. So if you go to www.hopeopenbible.com, you'll find us. And that is Pastor Carol and Patrick Scott. And of course, um, for my ministry right now, I'm just reaching out to young people, a lot of college students, um, law students, of course, because I'm at Florida A&M University of Law in downtown Orlando. That's what I'm talking about. The, the, the A&M Rattler Band, man, they were the, they're the best on the planet. Go Rattlers. You know it, baby. They're the best on the planet. Yeah, absolutely. I love our marching band. But most importantly, I really love our school and our our mission, which is to um, go into the community, go to people that otherwise wouldn't be able to be represented and do it for them. So. Yeah, um, and that's it's Christian too. You told me, and it I is. didn't know that before. You told me that the origins of the what? school. It's a Christian school. I didn't yeah. know that. Absolutely. Yeah, those two bands, Florida A and M and Bethune Cookman. Those were my two two For, favorites, two biggies, huh? Two oh, faves. Have you ever gone to classics? Hmm. No, he has no idea what classics. Oh, I'm right. from Washington yeah. D.C., so I know what classics. Oh no, but Classic Weekend is where those two bands will battle it out. It's usually in November, the 17th, 18th, and 19th. Well, we were um, always Dolphin season tickets holders when I was uh, young, so we used to see those bands all the time in the Orange Bowl. Right, and they still come every single year. I went oh, last year; awesome. it was awesome. It's outstanding. Wow. Sorry that you're a Dolphins fan, though. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I got to stick with them, though. (laughs) Just like me. That's where you were brought up, right? Well, that's right. Do you have um, Do you have like anything official, a a way for people to contact you if there is a woman out there, a young lady who feels like she doesn't know where to turn? Is there a way that? Absolutely. They can they can call me at 407-967-2437. I don't mind giving out my cell phone number. I give it out for my smart security and for real estate, so I just give it out. There you go. 407-967-2437. Well, I guess that was session 49. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I I really encourage you guys, even though this is it was a pretty short session, but I think it was to the point and we know why we were here. And if you're hearing this, I feel like it's by it's not by accident. No, it was set up. So give Patrice a call, 407-967-2437, if you got some, you may have some personal questions that 
you wouldn't really feel comfortable asking me. Yeah. (laughs) You're not alone. Yes. Give Patrice a call. 407-967-2437. Go visit the church on OBT. HopeOpenBible.com. And uh, you can always send us an email at GodStoriesRadio at Gmail. If you have any questions, we can get them to Patrice. That's not a problem. I'm sure she'd be happy to answer you. You can tweet us. You can tweet us. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and find us on Facebook and on Google Plus. We're www.godstoriesradio.com. Yep. And there's a button. There's a button. There is a button there. And just, just saying. <laughs> All righty. Uh, well, thank you, Patrice, for coming. Thank you we so are, much for having me. Man, we just we're going to have you back in about six months, and you can just fill us in on what God's doing and how the church is exploding and your ministry's crazy and it's just going to be awesome. So check out HopeOpenBible.com or call Patrice at 407-967-2437. And this has been Session 49. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Trish. God bless. God bless. We're a thousand miles from comfort. We have traveled land and sea. But as long as you are with me, there's no place I'd rather be.
I'd rather be.